This is the Cisco Lucian Show. This is my show. Nobody tells me what to do, what to say, and I don't tell my guests what to do or what to say. So there you go. There's your disclaimer. You never know what you're going to hear. Hey, guys. Thank you for chiming in. This is episode two of the Cisco Lucian Show. Um, what's been going on? You know, a lot of people dying. Gene Wilder died. Juan Gabriel died. A Mexican icon, Juan Gabriel. I can't believe it. I mean, I remember... As a little kid singing his songs and and uh, probably one of the him and Michael Jackson, believe it or not, were the first two uh, musicians I fell in love with as a kid, man. And and uh, now they're both gone, and and they just that's a part of life. I'm just trying to. <laughs> it's a trip that just when people just start falling off like that, falling off the earth, face of the earth is is you start to realize how old you're getting, and. Um, it was devastating news for me, my family, for people I know, and especially if you're if you're a Mexican kid, um, you you knew who Juan Gabriel was, just like you know who Vicente Fernandez is, you know who Cantinflas is, you know who Chespirito is, and uh, another one that passed away not too long ago, and uh, it's just um, people don't understand uh, what Juan Gabriel meant uh, if you're not Mexican or Latino or whatever to the Mexican community. Juan Gabriel was the best. The greatest price songwriter ever. Um, not only uh, a, 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 not only a, a, a great performer, not only a great singer, but a great, you know, just great human being. I never got to meet him, but I'm saying people say that he was very giving. He gave a lot back to kids and stuff. So you always appreciate that, and you know, you 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 that stays engraved in your mind. And you, and when you think of that person, because think about it, when people tell you, Oh, that guy's an asshole. Then you, you think, yeah, I heard he's an asshole. So you never know. I mean, but, um, it's still a sad day. I mean, uh, but I got teary eyed when I found out he, he had passed away because you know, just listening to his music just brings back memories of a, of a, of a childhood. And, um, that, you know, that I had. And, um, and now he's gone, and uh, I never got to see him perform. And sadly enough, um, I never will. And um, you know, it's 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 just bad. Um, other things going on. There's a lot of things going on. Like Colin Kaepernick, quarterback of the 49ers, was got in trouble because he didn't want to stand up for the uh, uh, pledge of allegiance. Not the pledge of allegiance. Sorry, <laughs> the national anthem. Yeah. No. <laughs> Could you imagine that if you're a football game and they start? Put your right hand over your heart. Ready, begin. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. They gotta do. They should do that. Uh, we should be pledging allegiance to the flag. I guess I don't know, but anyways. But he got in trouble because he didn't want to stand up. And yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of mixed. I have mixed feelings about this because I'm not sure what the right thing is to do. Because I mean, this is the United States of America, and part of the reason we live in this country is because of of, of its tolerance of its of of the laws which which give you, grant you the freedoms that we have. And one of those is, if you don't want to stand up for the national anthem, you don't stand up. I don't care about respect. I don't care what your own little agenda is. It's 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 each human being. Like, we're, we're always taught to treat people individually. He That's his individual decision. Let him, let it be. So be it. I mean, whatever his reasoning is, I mean, he says it's because of the way America treats black people and... Um, and those are his own personal feelings. Who are we to go and 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 you know and judge him for the way he feels? And I know people always say, "Well, then you can't judge anyone. Then no one would talk about anything." No, that's not true. It's just this is this is something personal. 
It, it, it wasn't like something that affected other people. And if other people want to do it, oh well, man. I mean, I'm 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 not um, offended by it. I just uh, and I I am an American. I'm born here. I'm born in this country. It doesn't offend me. I mean, that's his own personal decision, and he's got to deal with it, not us. Now, uh, people always want to feel like they they are the powers that be that they that they're you know above anything that they're this red red blooded American. Well, there's a lot of things people do that are not un, that are un American. So. Uh, not standing for not standing for national anthem. If you don't give them the attention, if you if if you don't talk about it, if you don't ridicule it, it'll go away. No one will care. Anyways, he's a he's he's not he's struggling. His career is like like really going down the shitter. I mean, Colin Kaepernick took the 49ers to the Super Bowl, but let's face it, he had a great defense that year that they went to the Super Bowl and and uh, you know they lost. He was exposed, and you know he faced a better defense than his. Um, Colin Kaepernick is a mediocre quarterback. I've never thought he was a good quarterback. I was, even when they went to the Super Bowl, I said he was, he was. Uh, they were doomed. He can't. I, I could tell he could not read a defense. He's not. Uh, he doesn't have the required skills that it takes to be a great quarterback. Now you look at somebody like Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't have the skills. Tom Brady cannot run. Tom Brady just smart and good arm. That's it. Smart, good arm. And, uh, you know, makes quick decisions. That's, that's it. I mean, obviously he has some athletic ability. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in the NFL. But um, those are the two things that I want to talk about. Juan Gabriel passing away. Rest in peace. You know, El, the, El Divo de Mexico. El Divo. And um, and uh, Colin Kaepernick, man. Uh, other than that, the, enjoy the rest of this show. Um, and uh, I spoke to my compadre and... Uh, fellow comedian Leo Rob who's a who's a very very he's a very funny guy man and a, one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet nicest guy he's very giving very caring and he also he, he's my compadre because he uh he baptized my kids and um and and you know this is an interesting conversation you learn about him you learn something about me and uh thank you for listening let's start the show Here's a little something from the secret book of games, a little something for the players, and for the player haters. <laughs> you don't have to count down. <laughs> the people are inside singing karaoke, Rob. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and your wife is the uh, leader of the group. Yeah, she's she's drunk. She's she's not drunk. No. But she is making drinks for everybody. <laughs> That's the thing about Juanita. She likes to make people drink. And yeah. I've seen her. I've never seen her drunk. I've never seen Bro, her get drunk. I didn't want to see her drunk. Have you seen her drunk? Oh, man, I had to carry her upstairs. Have you? I had to carry her one time. Actually, it wasn't even here. It was somewhere else. But, yeah, she got to do it. <laughs> hey, you know what I hate, man? Well, I don't hate. But whenever she gets drunk, yeah. that's when she starts talking about marriage. So I make sure that she doesn't drink when she gets <laughs> to that point. When she starts talking, talking about marriage. marriage. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh shit! She's, she's I know saying, how to I know how to keep married. Well, that, you know, now you know what she's thinking about most of the time. Yeah, yeah, and it comes out when she's drunk. So, oh. yeah. Well, you got to see my wife drunk on her birthday, <laughs> and my wife doesn't even drink. That's a sad thing. She doesn't even drink, 
And she got smashed last year on her birthday. She you did. saw it. She's, she did. She <laughs> did. <laughs> I, I think that she thought we were eating Mexican food, huh? I don't we know. We weren't even at a Mexican restaurant. No, we went to the Japanese restaurant yeah. and we sat on the floor. <laughs> and all our all everybody's legs were going numb because of the poor circulation oh, we all man. had. My legs, my back. I Where, was lay, it? I, yeah, man. I want to lay down. <laughs> Dude, I stretched out my legs. I think you kicked me and I kicked you. Yeah, it might have been. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember, dude. My, I couldn't feel my legs. <laughs> like, like I was sitting. I was, I was, you know, it was one of those. I don't know if you consider that like a th- authentic Japanese, whatever. But we were sitting on the floor on cushions, and uh, we're supposed wait, to wait, sit. Wait. You had cushions? Yeah. I think I was sitting just on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to sit like Indian style. Yeah. And I tried it, dude, and my legs were killing me. Like, well, no. After a while, I couldn't feel my legs. Like the cir- I was cutting off the circulation. You, you know what, bro? I didn't even try it because I knew I wasn't going to be able to sit in it. Stop. <laughs> and then I tried to straighten my legs out. Yeah. And I felt better for a while, but then, like, I had to lean back because my stomach started bothering me because my stomach was, like, pinching. My belt was pinching into my stomach, my belt buckle, which isn't even that big, but it was. And I was just, oh, it was just a disaster. Then my wife got drunk. And then you guys left, and we went to go sing karaoke. And that's when the real fun started. So you missed out on that. We started singing karaoke and uh, whatever. But that's when she started, her buzz started wearing down. Oh, okay. So she was okay. No, it, well, it was a fun night. It was a fun night. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it, was, it was cool. But yeah, man. Uh, My buddy uh, Renee was in town. And yeah. And you know what? He was the biggest one. And he was the only one that was sitting comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you it's like, that? <laughs> like it wasn't even bothering him. <laughs> he's the tallest. Yeah. The biggest. Yeah, dude. That, that is remarkable. Unless he's just, he's just not a little bitch. <laughs> and he doesn't complain. Well, he we was, didn't complain I, either. We sucked it up. No, man. We sucked it up. We didn't. I didn't want to be the one to say, hey. No, I did. Me. I did say, though. I straightened up my legs. I said, hey, dude, oh, this is not comfortable at all. <laughs> I made the decision to sit on the floor. I don't, I'll never do that again, ever, unless I drop 90 pounds. <laughs> it was I the will, experience, though. Was, I will never. It was I the won't. experience. At least you can say you did it once. <laughs> well, you just came back from Seattle, Rob. How was that, man? Seattle. I did, man. I, uh, I was in Seattle. It was lovely, man. I was over there for uh, five days. Five days. Uh, I performed with Ty Burnett, um, of course, you know, with Willie Barsena and Eric Blake. Uh, I was at the Comedy Underground. Some big and, dogs, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? And, and it's lovely, man, because they, they give me opportunity to get on the same stage. I've never been them. to Seattle. I, I, oh, I, I, to come, man. I like uh, the rain, and that's why I've always wanted to go to Seattle, because they say it rains like yeah, I was year, loving it. almost year-round. I was round. loving it, man, because I was outside, you know, without a jacket, you know, just yeah. getting wet, and I was like, oh, man, this feels good. I wanted to take some of that to uh, L.A. Bring it back. Bring it back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, we need this over there. We How got are the crowds fires. out there, though? Are they gloomy, like the uh, weather? You know what? It wasn't even cold. No, but the crowds, the crowds are good, though? Oh, the crowds, man. They, the crowds love me. It's mainly white, you know, yeah. uh, predominantly white crowds. You get a few brothers here and there and not too many Latinos. I've had Latinos hit me up from Seattle and say, in Spanish, ¿Cuándo vienes a Seattle? I'm like, what? Yeah, because they don't have... Uh, I'm like, you went way north. They don't have Latino comedy. You went way north, brother. <laughs> you went, that's a little close, too close to Canada. Yeah, I, I give those Latinos a lot of credit because, you know, it's hard enough to get to L.A., but when yeah. they go all the way down past all the fields in That's California, a long walk, brother. San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much they have to pay because, you know, they pay a lot just to get to L.A. Yes, yes. <laughs> so how much is it to get oh, over there dude. close to another border? You, you, you have to work five years before you pay off that debt. 
Because, you know, like, like <laughs> that's what people people pay for their family to come. Yeah. No, yo, well, I'm gonna, te voy a prestar el dinero, pero ya que llegues me pagas, cabrón. Vas a trabajar. <laughs> so, I mean, like, you're going to work as soon as you get here. I'm going to loan you the money, but you're going to work. And then it takes them like five years. Now it takes them like about a year to pay it off. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, because you figure even if you make minimum wage, you're going to make at least like fourteen or 15000 but half yeah. your money just went to paying off the coyote. Yeah. That sound you can hear is the fireworks. People, it's, <laughs> it's not shooting. Yeah, it's, <laughs> not even, it's not even 4th of July. And people are just popping fireworks, dude, just busting They're fireworks. warming up. <laughs> yeah. Warming That's up. the thing about L.A. You, you don't know if it's gunshots or fireworks, and it's year-round. Yeah. I duck anyways. People, <laughs> just in dude, case. I worry sometimes because I got shot when I was 17. Yeah. And, I re- and I remember, like, at the time when yeah. I heard the blast, Yeah, I thought... No, that wasn't a gunshot. And I was already hit. I was already on the floor <laughs> with my leg numb and swollen and hot. Wow. L.A. is crazy, man, because you get a lot of youngsters. Well, not youngsters now. Guys our age that said they went through shootings, yeah. stabbings. Yeah. Like me, man. I went. They shot at me. They didn't get me. I was fast. Really? They shot at you? <laughs> I think maybe because I was so short they were shooting up and they were, <laughs> were just going over yeah, my head. <laughs> dude, look. I got shot in the leg. Oh, yeah. So, so it's, not like I, it's, not, it's not like I got shot... Um, like you know, in the in the chest area, because I mean that would have been a little more jacked up. I yeah, yeah. could have got. I mean, one of those. I got shot with shotgun, buckshot. A buckshot could have got into my lungs or or into my my heart or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could hear, I could hear the little stream behind you coming down. You guys can hear the water. It's because where Rob lives, he's got like uh, he lives like in the in the wilderness, but not in the wilderness. Like he's got a trees and a little Mate stream wilderness it's beautiful though dude and it's it's actually really calming and relaxing yeah yeah at night if i can't go to sleep man i just open up my sliding door in my bedroom and you can hear it yeah you could hear it kind of like it puts you at ease you know, puts you to sleep <laughs> then you know three in the morning you get cold you get up and i said oh man i gotta close this door <laughs> does it get colder because yeah. you think maybe I, the I, trees you know and what? all that yeah, actually, it doesn't get cold. Not not really. Does it, it get hot? It it does get hot if I don't have the AC on at night. Sometimes it'll get hot. Really? Yeah, because I guess heat rises and stuff, and the the top bedrooms is where it gets hot. Oh wow! But, Back uh, at the baby, well, ah, that's crazy. I don't know. But if I leave the 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 window or the sliding door open, you get a nice little breeze and stuff. The breeze. Yeah. And hopefully the Night Stalker doesn't come in there. Yeah, part two. Yeah, really, you know, huh? <laughs> they, they've been talking a lot about the Night Stalker on TV, and I think they made a movie, and I remember being a kid and yeah, being afraid, because they said that he would climb in your windows if you left them open. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't just, he wouldn't break into your house. You had to leave your windows open, and he would bust in. It was like a welcoming thing. For yeah, so me. I remember yeah. at the time. I remember the time. Like, uh, um, I remember as a kid, just uh, um, being scared, dude, being scared. And they would show it every. The Night Stalker strikes again. <laughs> this time in Van Nuys. Yeah. The Night Stalker strikes again. This time in La Puente. I'm like, oh, that's all around me. Yeah. But you notice where he got caught, right? He's still He's still LA, man. Yeah. So you know that was he, his mistake. He fucked up. <laughs> Went to the wrong. You, you know Mexicans ain't gonna take nothing like that. I said, "Oh yeah, the nice stalker, okay." Yeah, and then you, and then oh, and then he was trying to mug like an old lady. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, oh, that's that's a two no no. Like you can mug a young guy, yeah, but don't mug an old lady. Not not in the hood. Because now you get the whole neighborhood on you. It was. You remember the? I remember the day, dude. I remember the new breaking news, and and he tried to break into this house, and there was an old lady or an older lady in there, and 
two brothers were working on a car. They were like, yeah. and they came with the with the tools yeah. and popped them over the head and beat them up. Yeah, they did. They did. He he. They beat he, his he, ass. After I think after he woke up in the hospital, he knew that he made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He said he still ain't. He was like I Bugs Bunny. I should have made a laugh at Albuquerque. <laughs> He definitely should have. He yeah. definitely should have. He got beat up. So, that, like, if you want to be some kind of like serial killer or or thief or don't go yeah. to East don't Los go to East Angeles, LA. no, don't go to South Central because you get yeah. you can just be just as bad. Yeah, not in LA, yeah. man. Not in LA. One of those places you become the victim. <laughs> you know. But you know what? I like it was for for a time there, or for a time there. Like when I was a kid, I remember people were just breaking into houses left and right. Like, yeah. my friends are always, oh, they broke in our house, dude. They stole our TV. I'm like, wow, left, left and right. And then, like, uh, ever since, like, for a long time, I haven't heard that. I don't yeah. know if people still do that or. No, I don't think they do. Well, people I mean, started they putting still break bar- into houses. You know, Pe- people, start, people started putting bars on their windows. <laughs> they started locking the doors. <laughs> That's how you always know when Mexican moves in the neighborhood. As soon as they move in, they, they have a nice house. They put a wall between them and the neighbors. <laughs> yeah. They never, they, you know, like people used to, be, used to be able to go from house to house, house, to without, house. Yeah. without having to go through a gate or anything. You just, they, they were connected. They were just walking. Like the it. grass just continued. Yeah. And now, as soon as a Mexicano moves in the neighborhood, now we're going to put them in a circle. This is my area. Like Stay a, on yeah, your like side. A, a brick wall yeah. in between us and. It's it's crazy how uh, we yeah. don't want Donald Trump to build a wall, but we build a wall we between us and our neighbors. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's that's that's. I, hysterical. I remember a story, man. When uh, when I was a kid, well, it, uh, it happened to uh, a friend's. Uh, I think it was my dad's friend, yeah. and his family and stuff. They were, uh, you know, Latinos always get together, you know, on the weekends, whatever. The kids come over and stuff. Yeah. So they were in the kitchen. They were drinking, and. Uh, mm, the kids were in the living room, yeah, watching TV. And you remember back then it was those big heavy TVs, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, the, the consoles. Yeah, they had one of those and stuff. And uh, or I think that one had one out, and they had another TV on top of that TV. <laughs> yeah, you remember? How it, yeah. So that's what it was. So the the kids are there watching. They're being loud, and the parents are going, "Hey, you know, keep it down." Yeah. All of a sudden, you didn't hear nothing. Hey, who turned turn the TV back on? Yeah. The kids said, "We can." The negro just came in and stole it. What? <laughs> there was a black dude that just walked in, took the TV and walked out. No. And none of the kids said anything. Were you there? No, 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 no. This this was my, my dad's friend's family oh. and stuff. So how come so, you say so that? So they were yelling. You, they were yelling yeah. and they told me to shut up. <laughs> how come you guys didn't sign in? Nothing. Well, you wow, told, that's bold. You told us to be quiet. <laughs> that's bold for a person just to walk into a house and steal the TV right in front. There's people there. Yeah. Like he didn't even care. He didn't care. He just walked in. He must have known. Like the parents don't care about. I, I think I also the TV was like right by the front door. You know, <laughs> that, remember a small well, living room and stuff. There's a little hint. Do. Don't ever put if you have an expensive <laughs> ass TV. Don't ever put it by the door with a guy could just <laughs> stick a leg in, reach in, and you yeah, yank I think it you out. Just open the screen door. What must have been like three steps. Unplug it. Take it. Probably looked at the kids. <laughs> say something. <laughs> That's hilarious. But that's, speaking that's of that, hilarious. man, yeah, you don't, you don't hear about that no more. Like people breaking into houses and doing it and doing stuff like that. Um, I don't know why it is, man. Maybe the third strike law. <laughs> <laughs> I can break into two houses, but the third one is going to get me. <laughs> that's true. You know, but I'm telling you, like years have gone by, and I would, like I remember my cousin, and you know what? I I really believe that when you get your house broken into, it's always someone you know, mm-hmm. like probably like 90 98% of the time cuz my cousin 
my cousin used to um they used to get their house broken into all the time dude <laughs> i remember i remember, dude what's up they broke in our house they took two tvs i'm like damn <laughs> yeah, that's what you get for living in a nicer neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> should have stayed in the hood. <laughs> yeah, should have stayed in the hood. No, um, but I, I, something. Oh my! Then when Facebook started, like when people started getting on Facebook, I remember my mm-hmm. buddy, uh, uh, a friend of mine. I, I had him. Uh, I had him on Facebook. You know those friends like you haven't seen in years, but you have them on Facebook. Yeah. But like we used to hang out all the time. I remember he um, he put on Facebook they were going on vacation. When he came back, they cleaned him out. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, it's somebody yeah, that, you know, somebody who's on Facebook. Just watch for the people who defriend you. Yeah. That's that's who stole your shit. Cause <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't want you to see the new pictures of the new shit they got. <laughs> the selfies and your new TV behind them. Yeah, like two TVs. They got they got one on top of the other. <laughs> so they got picture in picture. <laughs> <laughs> picture in picture. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm serious. So you like that's that's like a, a warning sign there or that's a, like something people should take into into um, into consideration considerations yeah. you don't post shit like no. going on vacation and we that, still do yeah. people yeah. still do it like yeah. going on vac- we're on vacation nobody's at home yeah we're out on the road we have no kids there's nobody there yeah please come through and steal our shit yeah, that's you know why they say you should do it, post all that stuff when you get home. Yes, I just you, came back from vacation. <laughs> yeah, I just got back from. Yeah, true. Like people will be wondering, like, wow, where's he at? Why why hasn't he posted anything? Yeah. Just got back from vacation, buddy. <laughs> now you don't know. I'm and I still uh, have my two TVs. Before you go, before you go on vacation, put I'm gonna be for the next seven days. I'll be at home. Nope. We cut off the electricity. We're trying to <laughs> rough it out, do naked and afraid, the home version. <laughs> <laughs> or start GoFundMe. You know, start GoFundMe and say, you know what? Um, I can't pay my light bill. I can't pay my rent. <laughs> and with that GoFundMe, you pay for your vacation. And you pay for vacation. <laughs> when you come back. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, so how long? You've been doing comedy for how long? I've been doing comedy for uh, a little bit over six years now. Six years? You know, and I took it serious for the past maybe, I'm going to say four years. Four years? Because before that, it was like on and off. It's like every comic. They get in it, and they go in and out of it. And me, I, I, I think I loved it. But I wasn't sure if I really wanted to do when it. When you first started. Yeah. Yeah. So then then later on, it just became like uh, like regularly. Like more people started booking me and stuff. And, you know, I loved it even more. And now, you know, thank God to a lot of friends that I have in the comedy scene yeah. that helped me out. And uh, it, it's, it's nice, you know. It, it And you know what? Uh, some people told me, they said, it's good when you get to that point where you can say, uh Nah, I can't do your show. Yeah, you know that's that that feels good because oh, you already yeah. booked somewhere else. Absolutely. And what's even better, and you know that you're a comic already when you go into an airport, and you run into other comedians. Yeah. You know, you're in the airport somewhere. They say, "Oh yeah, I have a layover here." You know, where are you coming from? No, well, I'm coming from here. Where yeah. are you coming from? So that's when you know that you're a traveling comic. Yeah. Uh, so I did that for a while, man. I got good. sick of it. I I'm not a. I mean, I travel like this Wednesday. I'll be gone, but. It's um I I hate I hate being on the road. Yeah. I wish I could just do shows here. I mean, I wouldn't mind traveling like once a month to there go do go. a show and and then that's it. I'm done. But I, I, I don't like I don't like I don't envy that that life of being gone every week Wednesday no, no, no. through I, Sunday. I, I don't think I want that either. I mean, I do well enough with what I do. Yeah. And uh, I'm happy. Yeah. That's, like that's I'm re- I I really that's am me. happy. I'm happy doing shows around here. I mean, it seems like Los Angeles is so big that I don't perform. Well, 
I perform in some of the same people, but I don't perform in all the same people every right. time. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes uh, when you go on stage, you fall into that trap. You think you're performing in front of the same people. So you're like, I don't want to do my material because they've seen it already. But mm-hmm. like 90% of the people there are new. But just because of the 10%, you don't want to do the same material. Well, fuck that 10%. Yeah. I mean, let them enjoy it again. I mean, this yeah. is, come on. Well, how many times have you listened to your Juan Gabriel CD? It, it, exactly. <laughs> over you and know, over. Look at the Beatles, how long they got, and people listen to them over and over and exactly. over again. Yeah. They've been around forever. So enjoy this. I, I, I think that's fucked up that, that comics get treated differently. Like, yeah. people can listen to the same music. Oh, oh, that's my song. And for years, 30 years, same song. Stairway to Heaven You know Led Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven Led Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven You joke The um, last time And they called you up on it Hey you did that last time Yeah Yeah well you know You went to the same concert Well I just want to go see Vicente song. Fernandez And he's saying Volver 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 again Again and, Again So uh, And I didn't complain So <laughs> Shut the fuck up And it, I paid a lot more Than you paid for this comedy show <laughs> So Do you remember The first place you performed at Rob Yes I did man I Actually the story goes Man that I got tricked into going on stage because I, I wanted to do it and people used to tell me man you should do it because before I started doing comedy I was producing and promoting comedy shows oh were you yeah me and uh, a good friend of mine Charles Sanchez uh, actually I started helping him and it just blew into me doing him where'd you help him at first what was uh, the first we were getting the the broadcast around yeah that's one of them broadcast <laughs> cantina that's one that everybody remembers but we were also doing the Carson Community Center oh okay yeah yeah and in the Carson Community Center we were getting a crowd and everybody used to tell me you should do it but I was just a DJ I would play the music Music, bring the comics on, take them off, yeah. and after the comedy show, have a little dance. So that was me. And um, Vic Dunlop, rest in peace, he always used to tell me, you should do it. You're funny. Try it. And I was like, yeah, you know, one day I'll try it. I'll go up there. And I was already used to being on the mics, but I, you know, I wasn't being funny. I was just here and yeah. there. I would crack a joke, you know, at weddings or quinceañeras uh-huh. or whatever. Um, when we, I went with them to Albuquerque, New Mexico. To go to a casino, yeah, and it was you Charles. Just, you just went as a I just went to go tag with along. Him. Yeah, I just went to go with him. Charles had, wanted me to go, and I went. He said it's me and Vic Dunlop. I said, all right, you know, I'll go. So when I got over there, on the way over there, he kept saying, "Man, you should try." You know, so Vin Dun, Vic Dunlop told me this: Look, if you try it over here, and you just do terrible, chances are that you're not. I know you're not. He goes, but if you do bad. Think about it. You're never going to see these people again. That's what he said. He said, nobody knows you. You're never going to see them again. Isn't so, like you're going to go back to the, yeah. the neighborhood and, and be like, ah, see, bro, yeah. I heard about you. <laughs> yeah. Really? So <laughs> he kind of a little bit convinced me. So when I was there, uh, we went and did uh, uh, a morning TV show, a uh, new show. Yeah. And they were promoting the show. Yeah. They were at the casino. Yeah. So I was there, too, and they brought me on. They said, oh, yeah, you know, and... He said it jokingly. He goes, oh, yeah, and little Rob is going to do some comedy tonight. Tonight's going to be here first, his first time. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So at the show. Give it up he, for little Rob. No, he <laughs> said, you're going to try? And I said, no, nah, man. I said, all right, well, just go on station and introduce us. Just say, hey, you know, I got some comedians from California, blah, 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 this and that. I said, all right, I can do that. So when I get on stage and I'm saying, hey, thank you guys for being here. You know, you guys are in for a good surprise, a great surprise. We have a great show, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing my thing, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, I look back because I could see way in the back, Charles and Vic Dunla, and they start walking out. And I'm like, oh, where are you guys going? <laughs> so Vic Dunla comes back, and he gives me the assigned stretch. 
Oh. He left me out there for six minutes. So what'd you do? I had wrote a lot of jokes for Charles that he never used. Yeah. So I, I was doing that. You're doing that material? I was doing that material. Do you material. remember some of the first material? Man, if I remember some of them. And <laughs> and it was funny, man, because I said, let me make this work. So yeah. I, after like the third joke, and there was this laughter, this this wave of laughter. I fell in love with it. Yeah. But it was the longest six minutes That's, for me oh, ever. Dude, three minutes was long for me back in the day. I remember I remember going up and just, oh, dude, this is forever. Where the hell is the light? Yeah. Where the yeah. hell is the light? Come on, dude, really? Yeah. Come on, you're, just, you're milking me. You're not paying me. You're milking me. I'm not even... <laughs> I just started. Really, you're gonna use me now? Yeah, yeah. And when my when I'm at my worst, yeah. I used to do, I used to do comedy competitions for stage time. Yeah. And like I had no business in a comedy competition, <laughs> but, but you know, um, I always believed in myself. Like I always. Yeah. And it was and it was because people like I always had, <laughs> I always got in trouble at work wherever I worked for, for being a goof off. Like I was. For, yeah. For being funny, like I remember, uh, were you the class clown in your school? I, you know what I was. I used to say dirty things. I used to be an Andrew Dice Clay fan, <laughs> so I would repeat all Andrew Dice Clay jokes. And I remember there was, dude, true story. The hottest very, chick, very quick and one of the hottest chicks in school, man, liked me, yeah. and, and I didn't know she did. And I'd be in there going, "This chick was sucking my cock," ah, you know, like. <laughs> and then my friend tells me, like years later, he was, he was like supposed to be my best friend, dude. He goes. You know that chick, man? Uh, what was her name? Christina. I can't remember her name anymore. Claudia. Oh. Claudia was her name. She used to like you, dude, but I never told you because I didn't want your head to get big. Because she was, like, really, like, the hottest chick. Did your friend like her? I don't know. He probably did. He probably did. <laughs> That's why he didn't tell you. But what a jerk, dude. He goes, but she said you had a foul mouth. That's why she couldn't, like, go out with you or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, well, I wouldn't have said those jokes if I had known she liked me. I was like, I was doing those jokes to impress her. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't work. No, actually, I was doing those jokes because I thought I had no shot in, you know, in the world to be with her. He goes, no, nah, dude, she liked you, man. She used to tell me she liked you. I'm like, That's oh, you're a dick, dude. How can, and uh, guys do that. Why do guys do that, Rob? Why do, why, why, why can't we not see someone? Would like someone like why can't we see a friend just say? I mean, like me, like it's never bothered me. It's never bothered me. unless it was like some chick I liked, and I was like, "Damn, this motherfucker got with her," you know. It, <laughs> like I wouldn't like wish him bad. Like I wouldn't say like, "Yeah, well, screw him and this and that." But at the same time, like, you know, I'd, I'd be like, "Oh, dude, he's lucky bastard." You know, he's a lucky bastard. Whatever. And then you find out that she liked you. Yeah, and then you find out she liked you, and he talked her into being with him. <laughs> Like you send them, and that's what happens because you you send your friends over there to um, to talk to chicks. Like, hey, go talk to her, this and that, and then she falls in love with him, and you're a kufa because we're so we're so insecure to go up there. We we're so afraid of rejection that we don't want to go over there. Well, when you're young, you know, yeah. you don't want to go over there and talk to her because he's like, oh, I'm gonna look like an asshole. Like, you know, I'm gonna look stupid <laughs> when she just tells me to get the hell out of her face. You know. And had I just gone over there and talked to her, I was always daring, man. You know, I, I didn't care. You know, because if I could reject me, so what? You know, I always had that uh, that attitude, like, you know, hey, you know, whatever. Uh, I'll go talk to your friend. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, man. Because I was a DJ, man. I was, I was. I guess you could say I was with the in crowd. Yeah. So I wasn't a jock or anything, but you know, uh, I was known. Yeah. Not just in Long Beach, but in a lot of other places and stuff. But no, I played sports. Uh, I played sports. I wasn't like. Yeah, super popular. But I, 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 I yeah. knew, I knew every. I'm, 
I guess I could say I was popular. I knew a lot of people, but the thing is, I when I went to high, where I went to high school, where I graduated from high school, I didn't grow up there. I didn't go there till like eleventh grade. That's in Long Beach, right? So no Paramount. Oh, you went to so Paramount. I only went to school there my last two years. Mm-hmm. So like everybody there, you know, they grew up together. They went to elementary school together. Right. They went to middle school together. Yeah. Now that you get in high school. I didn't go to school with them, you know. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, I started going to school there, and I had to introduce, basically, I had two years to catch up. <laughs> you know, say, hey, what's up? Hey, my, my name is Cisco or Francisco and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And got to meet, meet well, actually, my name, they called me Frank. They didn't call me Francisco. Everybody knew me as Frank. But I became popular just by playing sports, by being funny in classroom and and then in my jobs, I, w- I worked in construction. I got get in trouble. I worked in the office, got in trouble. I was, dude. I got at, uni- at Cal State Long Beach at the university. I got kicked out of class, man. Who gets kicked out of class? Cal State Long Beach. In, in, at the university level, like, oh, Mister Funny Man, can you step outside? I'd, I'd like to talk to you. I'm like, damn, this is like high school all over again. <laughs> That's funny. No, yeah, dude, and and he, it was I I. I that's. I think those are the steps I took towards. I, I think I, I wanted to be a comedian, but I didn't know it officially, mm-hmm. because like I said, I wasn't. Dude, in in middle school, I recorded. Remember those big tape recorders we had in school where they, right. you would put headphones on, you would press play mm-hmm. and listen to them and put a cassette. Yeah. Well, I had one of those recorders and I put it next to the TV and I recorded Delirious mm-hmm. from speakers. It wasn't like the high quality digital you have now. Hear it, yeah. I recorded, but I could hear it clear because I put it. So I, I would stop it and then listen to it and go, okay, that sounds good. Let me, I can record it like that. <laughs> and I record it and then I would go to school and put an earbud in my ear, and listen to Delirious at school. Wow. In eighth grade, and yeah. I would have other kids on the other but like check this out and they would be all laughing and, like those mm-hmm. kids would be like, this is gold, dude. Where the fuck did you find this? And he has, <laughs> they would laugh because of the bad words and shit. I'm like, dude. I love Eddie Murphy. Come on, you haven't seen Beverly Hills Cop too. I was I was a big Eddie Murphy fan, dude. Right. So, like Eddie Murphy was more a Red Fox. Eddie Murphy, more so. Richard Pryor was an influence, but like later on, but it was more so Red Fox, Eddie Murphy, and Andrew Dice Clay. Mm. Those were the three guys that influenced me comedically. So that's why a lot of my material, like they say, oh, don't cuss. Or I, I, that's that's what I grew up listening to. That's yeah. what I talk like. That's how I mm. speak. So you can't. And if you and if if it's true what they say, just be you in comedy, then that's who I am. Exactly. You can't change me. Exactly. But um, that's how I got into it. That's how I got into comedy. That's how uh, I began. And, 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 you know, it wasn't until I was older and I said, you know what, dude? I, the way I got into comedy, I was looking for something to do besides getting drunk every day after work. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Did you get free drink tickets when you perform? <laughs> yeah, no, but I was getting drunk every day after work. I, you know, I, I had my job. I had a good job. I was getting making good money. Mm-hmm. I was young, and um, and I and I looked. I got a college, uh, like a, I got a Cerritos College, like a little city college, college program, and oh, I started okay. going through it and saying, you know what? Let me let me go learn something, dude. 
Yeah. Like, you know, let me expand my knowledge of whatever it is. I don't care what it is. Mm. And I said, you know what? I'd like to take a theater class. Oh, okay. And I look into a theater classes and I had a stand-up comedy class. <laughs> and I said, oh, stand-up comedy. But see, in my mind, honestly, when I read that, yeah. I thought it was like a history of stand-up comedy. Like, we were going to watch movies and we were going to, like, write reports on it. Like, what would you think <laughs> of Richard Pryor live in concert? Oh, dude, when he shot the car and whatever, you know, I was going to write a paper, yeah. you know, 10-page paper on it. That's what I thought I was going to be doing, you know. What are they singing in there? Yelling? Yeah. They're, they're having a good time, huh? Yeah, I think uh, they're, like, on their third drink. <laughs> so, so what I did was I signed up for the class. And then when I went the first day and they gave you the course outline or the syllabus, right. whatever, and it said you must perform three times before the end of the semester. I was like, whoa. Wow. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But that was my own uh, insecurity. Right. Because I never thought I could be a stand-up comedian. I never thought I could do it. I, I go, no, those people are special. Because that's kind of like what's embedded in your mind when you're a young Latino yeah. kid, man. We have no belief in ourselves. And we have no... We're so insecure. And, mm -hmm. we, and we're not daring. We don't take... We're not risk takers. Yeah. Because we're taught like, no, that... That's a that's that's bullshit. I don't know about you, but like my mom, my mom just study hard and work hard, and it'll pay off for you. Yeah. But like, but if you like, don't chase dreams. Do this because do the work. And yeah, it'll, do the it'll work. Happen. Do the work. No, but not for comedy. She wanted me to keep my just do my job. Oh, okay. You know, just a regular job. Like keep my job. Right. You know. So when I said I was gonna do comedy, she lost it. <laughs> My mom was like, oh, what the hell? You got to do comedy. You're, you're older now. I thought you were smarter. You went to college. And you're stupid. And I'm like, well, thanks a lot. Um, now thanks now, for the now I'm really going to do it. <laughs> thanks a lot for the support. If you don't like yeah. it, now I'm really going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. um, and I just got it. And I'm glad I did. And like you, like you, you get on stage and, and you get hooked. My yeah. first time was at my first time doing comedy that I got booked myself. And it wasn't. And I did it. I did a spot before we had to do the three performances for the class. Mm -hmm. I just started going out on my own to do comedy. Right. And I went to San Gennaro's. Uh, it was an Italian restaurant in Culver City. Mm -hmm. This is back 2003, May 1st, 2003. And I did a spot. And uh, that fan was on the show. He was on Last Comic Standing that year. And he won. And there was a big, you know, there was a lot of bullshit going around people were mad because he won because he's only been doing comedy five years yeah definitely and i was like oh, i can't and i was like what's wrong with that isn't that and then you do comedy you're like dude five years you don't know shit man you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know now i've been 13 years it's like oh you don't know fucking shit it takes man. a while man it takes a while dude it's not look this is what's funny about comedy okay <laughs> i was doing good i think i did really i i i was fortunate that when i started i bombed i rarely bombed Mm -hmm. I would do pretty I was pretty pretty good I mean I wasn't great Whatever Yeah But I would do good enough Where people were like Hey man you were funny This and that Right And um, once in a while I would bomb it would, be, it would be like a bomb Like at a open mic Like it would be people yeah. you know, But we're comics You know And like Then I'd be like Oh I didn't make anybody laugh And then I'd, I'd see another comic Do well So I'm like Well it's me Because he did well I didn't yeah. do well But then um, As it becomes more consistent Like the laughs And all that It Shit, I forgot. I lost my train of thought. What was, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, I, what. What was I talking about? You're talking about becoming a comic. You know, you you took the college. Oh yeah, no, say, oh, no. I said no. I said that when you look at somebody five years, you're like, oh, they don't know shit. Yeah. So, at two years, at three years, you do good. Even if you do good, and I see a lot of comics do this. Mm -hmm. You do well at two, three, three years, but 
after 13 years, I can tell you, you all every year you look back and say, "Man, I sucked last year." And, and last year you thought you were the shit. Yeah. But you look every year you gain in comedy, right. you always look back and go, "Oh, that was horrible." Mm-hmm. I can't believe people laughed at that. That's terrible. Yeah. And every year I've gone through that. Every year I go back, I listen to tapes, I hear or, you know people things or recordings, mm-hmm. and I hear people laughing and you know dying and the shit. I'm saying, is that Disneyland? No, that's around here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wow. But um, so you, I go, I go back and I listen to the shit and I hear people laughing. I'm like, that was the material was terrible, or my joke is so much better now. It's evolved, you know. Yeah. And that's something. That's that. And people, comics used to tell me that. Comics who had been in the game longer than me used to tell me, you don't know shit. And I'd be like, yes, I do. I make people laugh all the time. Yeah. I'm great at it, you know? Yeah. But now I know, I understand what they meant. And but sometimes with the material, I, I don't know. I, I And I think you, because I've seen you perform enough yeah. to where I can see people connect, people relate to the stuff that you talk about. So if you talked about it last year and then you talk about the next year, and then if you talk about but I'm not talking about the material per se, like the the the, the uh, yeah. But you're saying the that idea. It, it, I'm it, saying it, that the, yeah. the joke itself, the the mm-hmm. material evolves where I make it better. Yeah, exactly. Every time, like yeah. you know, like I do the bit about uh, I do the bit about um um my my son. We're writing that he wrote a letter to the teacher right. about right. calling her sexy, and I just last week I just rewrote it mm-hmm. because even though I made people laugh, I didn't like it. I didn't like where it came from. I didn't have a starting point. Mm. And I said, you know what, dude? I'm gonna rewrite this shit. I'm gonna. I wanna. I don't want to make the intro. So I want to make the 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 intro a little more broad, so I can maybe add more things in that scope of of the idea. And uh, and I like it better. And I've been telling it, and it's worked. I mean, it's still a work in progress, but it 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 works pretty damn good. Yeah. You know. Um, And I tried the first time I tried it. The people were like, "Ah, that shit's funny, dude." And Mm. You know, I mean, it feels good, dude. It feels good when you, you know how it is. We feel yeah. good. You write a yeah. bit, people laugh. You're like, all right, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was funny. One of my first jokes, I think, that I started with getting good laughs at it was the tattoo joke. Okay. And for a while, I kind of left it out, you know, and then people still ask me, hey, are you going to do the tattoo joke tonight? And <laughs> <laughs> you know which jokes I hate doing? Physical. The ones I have to do physical movement. Yeah. Yeah, like the roller coaster bit, I hate it, <laughs> and that's the one that gets requested the most. Like yeah. people always tell me in Spanish too in Mexico. Yeah, hacer del juego, el del juego. I'm like, oh yeah. fuck, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, tengo que hacer del juego. Shit, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta get on my knees. Yeah. and pretend I'm on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 it's you know, it's only because I gotta get on my knees. Yeah. I, I don't really have to. But yeah. I feel, fr- dude, I didn't used to get on my knees when I started getting on my knees and doing the bit. Is when the people started laughing more. Yeah. When so you, so I figured, okay, I added the, when you acted out. Yeah, I acted yeah. it out. I mm-hmm. added the, you know, when I added all the little physical elements to it. Yeah. It became a better bit. Yeah. And that's something I've that's something I'm learning. And dude, I'm still learning, dude. I still. I, I think all of us are still learning. Like you know, you write it. People think it's easy, man. You just write a joke, throw it out there, and it's funny. But you still gotta work and tweak it here and there. You know. Hell yeah. Like 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 the tattoo joke. Like I tell you, I know for a fact now. That when I have a crowd and there's a lot of like people that are like, you know, right around my Tell age <laughs> or even older, they get it. And mm. as soon as I talk about tattoo, they know exactly what I'm talking about, <laughs> and, and 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 they love it. You know, when when I call out the plane, the plane and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's just the laughter. Like, I I think what it is, some jokes like that, 
take a person back to that era. Yeah. You know, and they laugh about it because they said, oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. And now that he's talking about it, you know, yeah, I could see it. You know, he looks a little like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that guy used thing. to freak me out, bro. <laughs> When I was a little kid, I didn't, I used to love that show, Fantasy Island, but mm -hmm. that too freaked me out because I seen an episode where he snuck in and put a knife to somebody's throat. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes, but it was a dream. You know that. Like right? it was like a dream, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, a but dream. when I saw that, oh, that little dude's evil. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't I, know if I'd want know, a little guy like time, that around me. I was just happy that Ricardo Montalban was Mexican. Well, Latino, and he was on TV. So well, he's I, Mexican. He's from Mexico. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I said, Mom, I was telling my mom and my dad, I said, that guy's on TV. Which one? Remember he used to do, uh, um, I think it was uh, a car. Dude, he was, on, he was on Bonanza. Biloba. He was on yeah. Bonanza. Way back Oh, when. yeah. Yeah. Do the watches. Yeah. The Biloba watches. The, yeah. Bolare. Yeah. Remember that? I said, man, I said, and that guy gets on TV. But I didn't know that before then. He also had already a career. Yeah, he was like a good-looking dude. Yeah, he was in yeah. shape. He was all yeah. yoked out. Yep. Yeah, I seen him in a lot of, I seen him on a lot of shows. Yeah. Like as guest actors, guest appearances. Yeah. And uh, one of them was Bonanza. And I was like, is that Ricardo yeah. Montalban? What? Yeah. Yeah. And we get, like, we get happy when we see another, like, Mexican dude or Latino. On. Like Eric Estrada. Yeah, Eric Estrada. I thought he was Mexican. I didn't know he was Puerto Rican. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he's a uh, he's a legal but you know Latino. <laughs> you, yeah. you know what's funny is that when Shout his out to the career <laughs> when he his career went south, he literally went south. Yeah. And then his career was revived with, you know, Mexican television. A novella, yeah. A novella. He did that novella and he was terrible. Exactly. His accent yeah. was horrible. Yeah. Like he didn't like he didn't even speak Spanish like a Puerto Rican. He yet. said it too. He said he didn't want to do it because he you know he didn't speak Spanish. Yeah. They coached him, coached him and and thank God he learned enough but And the and the novella was a hit, wasn't it? Novella was a really big hit. <laughs> yeah. The novella was a really big hit and that's what brought his career back and then he could do whatever again and stuff like that. I just want to see I want to see more Mexicans or more Latinos period mm -hmm. in like football. There's not enough, man. Yeah. It's just we don't grow big, man. I don't is that what it is? We just don't uh, get big. You know what? I think I've seen some big ass Mexicans. I've seen some big ass Puerto Rican big ass Latinos. Mm-hmm. And I think Mexicans are mainly uh soccer uh, players. Soccer and baseball. Boxing. Boxing, yeah. Yeah. But baseball is where they really make their money. Boxing, I think they're they're good. They're uh, famous, but I don't think they make a, a lot of money because they don't have the like the right representation. What in baseball? In in boxing. Oh, like boxing, boxing. They get well, ripped off. Chavez got screwed by Don King. Well, I think everybody and Mike got Tyson, screwed by yeah. Don King. <laughs> That's why his hair was like that. That's why his hair stuck up. His head hair stuck up. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I remember being a little kid, man, and wanting to be a baseball player, uh, being a fo be yeah. a football player, and I really thought I could be a football player. Yeah. I really thought, like, in, and I was an average football player. I was not, like, a star ever. Yeah. I think one year in Pop Warner, I was, like, the, the stud of the team. I ran I ran <laughs> over everybody. Yeah, I think one year. Yeah. But every year after that, from Pop Warner to high school, even college, I played one year in college. Yeah. I was just, I was an average football. I just liked to play, and I had, I had heart. You know, I had a lot of heart. I would, you know, I worked hard. Yeah. When I played football in college, dude, I would work out with the team. Mm -hmm. I would work out at the gym. And then after practice, I'd go run bleachers and run sprints and, 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 and uh, 
what do you call them? Uh, suicides. Suicides. Just work hard. And just work hard. And to be on the bench, bro, I never, I hardly played. I wow. think I got in one game. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, it was like. So I, but that's I worked, why but, they go to boxing. But that's why I said, you know, well, I'm done with football. I'm gonna just transfer out of this school and go go to a four year university and and. Well, um, I knew people that dealt with uh, Don King. Oh, did you? Yeah, and uh, actually was the manager. Why would they work with him? Uh, well, check this he, out. Would this he is what happened. talk to you or what? It, no, no, no. And this is what happened with uh, Rolando. Uh, Rolando was a manager of Fernando Vargas, and he told us the story that uh, Don King yeah. flew him out to Chicago to his office. For, and, for Fernando? Uh, for Fernando. He wanted Fernando to fight some fighter or something like that. Yeah. So... This is exactly what Don King told him. He said, he goes, Roland, I'm glad you're here. We've got a lot of things to discuss. He goes, look, we got to make this fight. we got to make it happen. He said, I'm going to get paid. You're going to get paid. And your fighter might get paid. He told him that. He told him exactly like that. And Roland said, look, Don, I appreciate it, but I don't work like that. And for a long time, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. It finally happened. And that was... Uh, he signed with, with Don King? No, no, no. It, it, the fight was Tito Trinidad and Fernando oh, Vargas. Okay, 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 okay. So he was trying to make it happen for a long time. And not until he showed him the money, really money, where Fernando could get paid and everyone else. So... Oh, okay. Oh, so, oh, Don King wanted him to fight Trinidad. That's... Yeah. Trinidad. So yeah. Don King tried to get him to fight someone else before that? He tried to get him to fight a bunch of fighters, but he didn't want to pay him. Oh. You know, so because he's the type of person that and your fighter paid, might yeah. get paid. He said exactly. Saying your fighter might get paid. Wow. So that's how he worked. But look, at he he robbed uh, Mike Tyson, which is one of the greatest. Yep. And Mike Tyson, you know, if you're around Mike Tyson, and I was around Mike Tyson. Yeah, you've been around Mike Tyson. You've been and, around a lot of guys. And everybody said, whatever you do, don't mention Don King. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> they say that. Oh, thank God you told me that. I don't even want to say, hey, but that's fucked. I heard about that Don King shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you want to hear a true story? One time my wife and I were sitting at a, there used to be a rustic pizza right in front of the comedy store. Uh-huh. Where it was well lit. I think they've, I don't know what it is now. Mm-hmm. But we're sitting down and I'm, the Mike Tyson is walking towards me. Mm-hmm. So he's behind my wife. My wife's sitting directly in front of me. Yeah. He's behind her. And I told her, I said, oh, my, don't turn around. I said, but right now, watch, look look at who this is right here. And mm-hmm. don't you dare, dare get up and ask for a picture or an autograph because if he grabs your ass or is disrespectful, I'm not doing shit. <laughs> I, said, I go, I'm not taking an ass beating for you. Not right now. Not when we can avoid it. I got to finish my pizza. Yeah, I got to finish my pizza. I'm not going to be able to eat after he hits me. <laughs> so he walks by and she looks. He goes, it's Mike Tyson. <laughs> like that, you know, she was new in this country. Like, you know, she just gotten here and 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 she was just tripping out. We're on, you know, we're on Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. She sees Mike Tyson. She was all man. I go, don't you dare ask for a picture or an autograph or whatever. Don't yeah. don't even get up. You know. Yeah. And now I wish we would have taken the picture or whatever. But because I've heard that he's actually a pretty nice guy. He is, man. Behind behind the uh, when cameras are not around. Yeah. Totally different guy. Like really really cool, nice man. guy. Yeah, you talk to him about anything. He talks to you about everything. I used to tell him, uh, I said, when I met him, when I would talk to him, I said, hey, Mike, you know, I just want you to know, man, that I'm a big fan. I said, but one of your biggest fans is in my house. I said, it's my mom. I said, my mom is a lady that's four foot 11. 
Yeah. I said, 4 foot 11. He goes, and don't know none about sports. Nothing. Yeah. I said, but there's, you know, uh, three people that she would sit down and watch. I said, it's uh, uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk <laughs> Hogan. She would. She, she liked Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Magic Johnson. No shit. Magic Johnson. She would watch basketball games uh, <laughs> with us. And you, Mike Tyson. I said, biggest fan. Oh, that is great, man. You think your mama love her. Tell me, thank you very much. <laughs> he said it like that, man. And that was so cool, man, when I told my mom. And, and you know, I, I think my mom. Were you mom, scared when you, when you like, talked to him? No, we were in the limousine. Did you, you didn't we feel were, nervous we or anything? No, he, he was like, he, he like, like you and I are talking Was he right talking? Now. Yeah, he was talking. He what would he talk about? Like, I'm, I'm interested. That's interesting. Like, <laughs> what were his conversations? With women or? No, actually, no. He asked you about your family. He would ask you, hey, how's everything? How's your family? And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's when we got into talking about my mom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was he just normal conversations, man. No you know, shit. Hey, you know, the weather in Vegas is when nice. When you take your baby. mama, I, I said, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being a big fan, and yeah, I'm a Magic Johnson fan too. You know, <laughs> so you would hang out. So he the, spoke English like a Spaniard. Speak Spanish. <laughs> you know, when I first met him, dude, I was, I was. This was in my head. I said, "Man, am I really gonna talk to him?" I said, "What if it behind the scenes he don't talk like that?" Yeah. You know, like, what if he just like, hey, how are you doing? Blah, 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 and everything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought that he was really good. That was an act. That, that was an act so, to get more people, whatever, and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, we were, the first time I met him, we went to, he was training. Yeah. We went to this place out in uh, North in Vegas. It was a gym. It was, they owned it and stuff. And it was like a big warehouse, you know, tall ceilings, rafters, you know, uh, beams. Yeah. And, and there was a beam in the center and there was a long chain hanging down from it, you know, and there was a, a punching bag. And this guy, one of his guys, was holding it. And Mike Tyson was in front of it. And it looked like he would concentrate for about 10 seconds yeah. and then throw a punch. And he would knock that guy back about, <laughs> uh, like, foot and a half, two feet. He still wanted to talk to him? Man. <laughs> and that whole building, I swear to God, man, he would shake that whole building. Cause really? He would hit that hard? He would hit that so hard. So you would swing once and he wait swing 10 one, seconds? Yeah, and then he would wait again, and then, like, he was concentrating. The on same with the right or what? Right, left, whatever, you know. But he, he that punch that he would throw, it would move the whole Could building. Could you see his face when he swung? Like, was it a... Yeah, like, like with mm, bad intentions, yeah, like, like like I'm I'm gonna tear up this bag. And <laughs> what, man, I wish they would have taken pictures or something because I got in the ring with him. Too bad we didn't have like cell phones back yeah, then, right? No, no, no. Uh, I got in the ring with him, and then you know, because he was in there, you know, jumping around. How tall was he? Like five eight, five nine, uh, five nine. Yeah, I say about that. You know, I say about that. I have pictures and stuff, and he's yeah. not that much taller than me. Uh, I mean, he is, but you know, you could tell that he's he's small. So when he got in the ring and stuff like that, you know, I, I was saying, hey, you know, Mike, how long does it take you to prepare for a fight, mm-hmm. or how hard is it? I think I asked him. He goes, oh, he goes, it's it's you know, you just have to work hard, blah blah blah. Yeah. He said, come in here, little man. So he, <laughs> I said, all right, fuck it, you know, Mike Tyson told yeah. me to go in the ring. All right, you know, we're going to ring, you know. He tells his partner, he goes, throw in some gloves. What? So he puts me on gloves, dude, and he let, he's letting me punch him. You know, I'm just hitting him around and stuff, tapping yeah. him, you know, tapping him on the side like I'm fighting him. And then one of his boys, mm-hmm. one of his boys said, uh, Mike, 
uh, oh, he told me, hey, hey, man, he goes, don't get too close to him. Watch out for his ear. Watch out for your ears. <laughs> His, his boy said that. Yeah, his boy said that. His boy said. And what did Mike do? He just laughed. He just laughed. Oh, so this was after the Holyfield fight. Yeah, it was after the Holyfield fight. So, uh, so even his boys clowned on him. Even his boys clowned. Wow. They were clowning. And, and I he say, was good about it. Yeah, he oh, was laughing. Cool. I said, "What? Me? I ain't scared. I can take Mike." So I tapped him a few more. Yeah. And he gave me a ride, dude, on my side. He tapped me. Yeah. It looked like. Five dudes hit me at the same time. If that's what, that's it, felt what like. it felt like. <laughs> I was like, whoa. And that was just a tap. And that was just a tap. I said, damn, Mike. <laughs> he said, I just hit. I just tapped you. <laughs> he said Damn! I was like, man, dude, that's 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 an amazing story, dude. To be yeah. in there with the champ, the yeah. world champ, playing around, one of the best ever, pound for pound. I mean, playing around, yeah. I remember I wasn't a big Tyson fan when I was a kid because I was, a, I've always been an underdog fan. I, I need to yeah. learn how to yeah. embrace winners. <laughs> like I'm always like, ah, screw them. I, I'm, just, I'm either although I'm a Lakers fan, Lakers were always good, and yeah. But I was always rooting for somebody to beat Tyson, and then after he lost, and I, I think. Once I see the human side, yeah, it's when I said, you know what, Mike Tyson's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, Mike Tyson is a bad mother. The way he comes in, no socks, uh, just a little torn, cut up towel around his neck, and I, I loved that. I loved all that about him. And now I wish, when I was younger, I wish I would have just been uh, embraced it and just been a Tyson fan. Yeah, because like, like I'll go back and watch him now. I'm like, oh yeah, that get him Tyson. Because his fights were never really that long. Dude. No, they were. Yeah. The introduction was. Oh longer. man, but you see the way he would pace back and forth. Yes, you knew that opponent was going to get killed. Oh, dude, that's. But that was all just intimidation. Like, yeah, he was just of course, like, of course. I mean, like he went to jail. Do you think anybody in jail is really fucking around with Mike? I know. Now I know there's guys in jail who are big and bad, but yeah. Tyson, Tyson, you know they were going jail. around him like, oh yeah, Mr. Tyson, go ahead. <laughs> Chow line, yeah, you can go in the front. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. He probably didn't eat none of that garbage. <laughs> no, he probably got good food and shit in there. But yeah. well, Rob, thanks for being here, man. Thanks, well, thanks for letting me be at your house. Because uh, so we, you know, we've been on here for about an hour already. Thanks, man. Fifty, well, fifty minutes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, anything you you want to say? I just want to say thanks, man. I just want to. You know, say thanks for having me on your show. It's been great, man. Uh, we talked about doing it before. Yeah. Man, What's your website yeah. and stuff? Oh, well, you don't have a website. We're I don't work have a on website. We, your Twitter? What's your Twitter? Work on that. Uh, Twitter is Arrobledo, uh, Little Rob. Uh, you can catch me on Facebook and Instagram Little Rob Robledo. Yeah. All that stuff that I don't know how to use. <laughs> you're, not a, you're not a cholo rapper? <laughs> Hip-hop star? Cholo, I, I think I win because I'm, uh, I'm smaller than him, so I'm the real Little Rob. Yeah, the real Little <laughs> Rob. Plus, I had it longer. That name, I had it longer than he has. He's it, a so. fake Little Rob. Yeah. Plus, well, thanks. he only got one eye. <laughs> thanks. Well, thanks. You know, thanks for joining me. Thanks for allowing me to do this. Thank and, you, uh, man. Because we were here yeah. barbecuing today, and yeah. I said, you know what? Let's record this shit. <laughs> And right, we record it right by the stream so we can hear the water. You can yeah. still hear the water. Let's do the barbecue. There it is. There it the is. Water. <laughs> you can't hear it because I got the headphone on. <laughs> I can hear it. But anyways, thank you. And uh, once again, thank you guys for I was still green when I met you, baby. You were 22, but you knew that I had a later. And no one the fuck you saw when a young ass fool like me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>